We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kitchen Wagers. I'm Adam Zedroik, joined by Chris Owen to talk game week 27 in the Premier League. Sorry we didn't have our show last week. Chris had to battle some some snowstorms out on the West Coast, and he we had to get him home safe. Uh, so we didn't have our show live, but we still had the article. I had a positive article up last week. Uh, you'd be proud of me, Chris. I had two race to five. Actually, well, I had, I had a couple corner bets that hit. It was a good weekend of race to five corner bets. Um, so I don't have one this week, unfortunately. But Chris, happy Friday. Welcome to uh, Kitchen Wagers here. Thanks, Adam. Uh, good to be back. Sorry we missed the show last week. Uh, happy to, you know, we got a, a full slate again here. This weekend, last weekend was a bit of a, a heavy Saturday, and then the the one game and the Sunday League Cup. Um, but yeah, good to be back. I'm I you would have been I mean I don't know if you would have been proud, but I had a, a race to I the city game had a race to nine corners, which I was pretty decent odds, which I I uh, obviously you know put a bet on, missed it. It was eight. They had eight corners, and they were it's not not how I wanted things to go. But uh, you know, needless to say, I was I was out there. Uh, smashing some corner bets and and doing my best was that Bournemouth game brutal yeah yeah just missed it so yeah it was like one nil of that game yeah I I gotta remember I forgot what it was but it was like plus 165 maybe maybe a little bit better I don't know but I was gutted to lose that one uh you you put on some uh future bets didn't you while you're out there Oh, definitely put some future bets out there. I uh, so I was out, I was out skiing for a week, and um, you know, sometimes you have a couple beers after a nice day of skiing, and uh, may may have gotten you know maybe one too many beers and put out a put put down a Liverpool futures bets uh, future bet on the the, uh, the Premier League. It was plus one eighty five. I don't know, it's plus one seventy five. Looks like eh, you can kind of get it all over. It's two hundred now. Kind of all over. Yeah, but, uh, 230 at FanDuel. Yeah, I was on DraftKings. It was plus 185 last week. I don't know why how why it's gone. Maybe it's because City won later in the weekend. But um, toss that one out there. Toss a Packers Super Bowl bet uh, out there uh, <laughs> as well last weekend. That was that one was more for fun. Um, and I don't, you know, it was like plus 2200. So, well, you know, it'd be 
be crazy, but it'd be cool too. So yeah, it was it was fun. Yeah, game week twenty seven. We got a race here. We got a, a, finally a real race. I mean, yeah. last season it was it was uh, sort of a real race. I'm not sure when it exactly ended for Arsenal. It was probably the final month of the season was that it, it actually fully like, ended. What April first? I think that 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 Arsenal City game was. I thought. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like so right, it was a little right around early April. I thought it was it a little later, but right now, I mean, as you can see here, the best odds from the sports books we covered: plus one ten for Manchester City, plus two thirty for Liverpool. And Arsenal are plus three twenty. So three teams going to be fighting it out for. A, hopefully, it's going to be you know maybe we can get the final final match day. We need you know three point. All these teams need three points or something something like that. That would be a fun way to end the season. But as I mentioned, article I did another article. Found some time this week. Got a game week twenty seven article. So there's a few more bets. Looks like we got a, a Brentford bet in there with Ivan Tony. So shouts to Tony. But we're talking a few different matches. Of course, we're going to be getting to the Manchester Derby. We have a couple more Saturday morning. Yes. Uh, I guess the, the Aston Villa Luton Town game is a little later. But the first one we got Fulham are home against Brighton. And look at this. It's basically even odds here. DraftKings is telling us pick them. I saw plus 165 at DraftKings. So it's going to be. Depending on the site, plus 160, 165 for both Fulham and Brighton to win. So this is pretty much as even as it gets. And then you also have the draw at plus 260. Something you just don't really see uh, in soccer. Uh, so uh, but I'm sure it will change at some point. But over two and a half goals is minus 160. Under two and a half goals is plus 130. There's not really any massive injury news for Fulham. I Probably going to run out the same squad as they did last week, unless Tom Kearney starts. Not really the same situation for Brighton. We know Miedema is out. Uh, Billy Gilmore suspended. They rotated a bit midweek, lost 1-0 at uh, Wolverhampton. Um, questions on questions on the availability to start, I guess, would be on Lamptey, Ferguson, and Veltman. We'll see how that works out. Ansu Fati started midweek. He did not impress Roberto De Zerbi from what I saw. Uh, so there is a question of actually, there's another question of who's going to start in Billy Gilmore's place because um, Cameron Popian started on the wing uh, in that game and their, their lineup looked a little different. Jakob Motor also started. I actually have him in our projected lineup, but we'll see what happens. So some rotation for Brighton, not as much rotation for Fulham. Fulham at home. How do you think this match goes? Yeah, de definitely. You noted all the injuries that Brighton have. Uh, definitely a huge absence to be missing Miedema for the rest of the season, it sounds like. I mean, he was gone at Asian Cup for quite a while, and then he comes back, plays a couple games, and, and now is out for the season. So, I mean, he was what – we, what we had kind of expected for the end of the season to be their, maybe one of their best players, if not their best player, behind maybe Grosser or uh, Salt March. But regardless, I this should be an interesting game. This feels – the odds are also even. I think I full and you mentioned plus one sixty, Brighton plus one sixty five. The draw being plus two sixty, like it's razor's edge here. You know, it could go anywhere. Um, I'm don't feel strongly about either team really winning this game. I, I my initial thought was like, okay, you know, are we going to see a ton of goals out of both these teams? But you look back at some of the, the historical data, kind of like what's going on with Fulham at home, what's going on with Brighton away from home. And I ended up on, um, I believe I have both teams to score. Let's see. No. Plus 155. Yes. And so 
for the past, for the five past meetings here have been under two and a half. You look back at a couple of the other results too, and it, it just seems to me that um, I don't know that we'll, it might be like a shutout, uh, a goal to a shutout here. So I, I think I don't really necessarily want to pick a team, but I, I, I don't think that we're going to see a ton of goals. You can also get the under two and a half at plus one thirty if you're like, okay, Chris, it might be a one-one draw. Um, I, th- I feel like it might be like a goal to shutout. So that's where I'm at for this one. I actually was on the under two and a half goals, uh, and then I looked at it this morning, and I didn't want this to end in a 2-1 result kind of a thing. Uh, kind of what happened with Fulham and, and Manchester United last weekend where Fulham got the lead. Uh, yeah, I think they, I think that's how it went. They got the lead, yep. Manchester United equalized, then they got the late winner. Uh, the, I just didn't want something like that to happen. Also, something similar happened to Brighton when they are at Tottenham. So I did have under two and a half goals. And then I was like, uh, I kind of like Fulham here at home uh, with Alex Awobi back. So let's just do a single game parlay. Uh, Fulham double chance with under three and a half goals. So a little safer than that two and a half goals. And it's actually slightly better odds here. Uh, plus 135 on that bet. So uh, not the same as Chris's, but both of ours could hit if it's, you know, Fulham one nil or something like that, though. What was the stat we saw recently where uh, Brighton scored in like 30 straight matches or something like that? I know their scoring record hasn't been as good lately. Um, And I guess they were just held scoreless at Wolverhampton midweek. But yeah, um, I guess, do you believe in this Fulham back line here with whoever's going to start? Looks like Calvin Bassey probably going to start and and Tosin back there. But yeah, I I mean, they've been definitely way. I, I don't love Calvin Bassey. I feel like every game I watch, he's there's some sort of weird mistake going on. Um, I will say that was that was really that was a thing earlier in the season. Whenever yeah. he was in, I was like, I'm betting the over. I'm betting yeah. the other team. <laughs> it seems like he's won a job now. Like he's starting over Tim Ream. Yeah. He's also getting started over Issa Diab. So it seems like something something turned around after the African Cup of Nations and. Seems like he's won that job, but we'll we'll see if he's back in there again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like Fulham's got some pretty good outside backs too. Like Anthony Robinson is probably gonna sounds like he's due for a move here um, in the summer. He's been really strong for Fulham throughout the season. Um, so yeah, I mean, they have good outside backs. It's it's a question mark there. I mean, Brighton kind of uh, dealing with some injuries here. I yeah, I think Fulham. I, I don't, I'm not picking a team as I mentioned, but uh, yeah, I feel like they're, they have a good strong defensive setup enough to uh, potentially keep Brighton out of the net. Yeah. Fulham score or sorry, Brighton scoring just really hasn't been there in recent games. So they had that Wolverhampton game. Uh, They're down one nil against Everton. That was the game. Billy Gilmore got sent off. They ended up getting that late equalizer, but also that game at Tottenham where it was one, one and the Tottenham got the late winner. Um, I'm ignoring the Sheffield United result when, <laughs> when, when Mason Holgate got the red and uh, it was a quick five goals for them, but I'm ignoring that one. But I, I do kind of like this to be, whether it's no both teams to score or it's lower scoring either way is what I'll say. So next game we have uh, Luton Town, our home. Luton Town off their uh, 6-2 loss against Manchester City. They gave up five goals Against Erling Holland midweek, not not great, but uh, you know they're going for it. Luton Town are plus three thirty to win at home. Aston Villa are minus one forty. The draw is plus three forty, and then over it's going to be three and a half goals is plus one ten. Under three and a half goals is minus one thirty five. 
the big news here is we have a lot of defensive injuries and defensive injuries. Does that mean goals? Maybe it might. Uh, <laughs> as we look at the line movement here, I, uh, let me, let's see. This was a couple weeks ago. Aston Villa went from minus 115 to minus 140. So the money is going towards Aston Villa, maybe partly because Luton Town have some have some injuries out of bio still is still out. We just got done doing the Luton Town uh, the injury report here. And so we have questions on their back line. We don't actually know who if Amari Bell, who went off midweek against Manchester City with some slight hamstring issue. If he's not ready to start, they may have to start someone who isn't a center back in one of the center back roles because basically all of their backups are out. We know Tom Lockyer is out. Uh, Osho is also a new absence. He was added to the to the injury report. They have, I think, five center backs out. In addition to Lakanga, their defensive midfielder, uh, Jordan Clark started in the midfield against Manchester City midweek. Again, that's when they allowed six goals. So there are questions, and I already mentioned Adebayo, and then we get to Aston Villa. Uh, you know, at, at this point in the season, I'm just reading off injuries for each of these teams. It seems like, but. Um, Pau Torres went down with a slight hamstring issue last weekend. And then Ezri Kanza is coming back from his knee injury. But uh, Emery basically said, not sure if either one of these guys can start. So we could see uh, Arsenal legend Callum Chambers in at center back for Aston Villa because uh, all their other center backs are injured. So uh, a lot of injured center backs. Does that mean goals between Aston Villa and Luton Even if Even if some of these guys start, uh, does it even matter who's in at center back? I guess is the question. This is like you you just set me up for an all time tap in here. Uh, <laughs> so thanks for that, Adam. Yeah, all the injuries. I mean, even without the injuries, I still feel like I would take this bet. But Luton are just conceding goals at an absolutely rampant pace. They're scoring goals at a rampant pace too. Aston Villa, no slouches scoring goals as well. This one feels like this This might be my stamp of approval for the week of the bet that I like the most. But I got uh, over three and a half goals at plus 115. I was even tempted to hit, the, you know, this This might be a bridge too far, but the over four and a half is at plus 255. Um, I they, they might play somebody random at center back. They are a team that gives up a ton of goals. They're also an incredibly exciting team to watch. Uh, I think there's gonna, they can themselves score goals. I think there's going to be a, quite a few goals in this game. Um, I'm all over the over three and a half. I also looked at Aston Villa. Uh, you can get them at uh, over two and a half goals at plus 160. I think this might be like uh, three nil. It might be three two. It's you know it could be I it it could be a lot of goals here. So I, I feel pretty strongly about this one. Um, you look at the injury report. You look at everything that's contributing here, and it feels like you got to just smash this over. I was I was uh, considering it. I had a different bet again going in. I put all my bets down. I think this is Wednesday. I put all my bets in the graphic. Then I looked at it this morning. This is one where I, I was considering the over three and a half, and I was like, you know what, Chris is probably going to give this. So I'll just keep my <laughs> other bet. Um, it, it just uh, it's just a number that you know you can't go the other way. You can't bet. I mean, you can bet, but it, it it'd feel wrong if you're betting the under in this game. Yeah, silly. Um, I took a bet in, uh, yeah, it was last week <clears throat> against uh, Aston Villa and Nottingham Forest. I took a bet, uh, I think it was Aston Villa money line over two and a half goals, Aston Villa money line, both teams to score. Um, I kind of think something similar is going to happen here where Aston Villa, they have these defensive injuries. I didn't even mention the absence of Bubakar Kamara, who, you know, their defensive enforcers basically out for the rest of the season. Still not sure they've, they've figured that out without him, but 
that last week's game was 4-2. Uh, the question will be Luton Town at home, I guess. I think they'll show enough fight uh, is what I'll say. And instead of going with over goal route, I'm going over corners route, which we got to have a corners bet in the show. Uh, it's only minus 120, but I got over 10.5 goals, minus 120. A lot of these Luton Town games seem to have corners because they they love to rack up corners. They love to send in crosses, and they're not afraid to attack. And I think we have – we basically have top defensive midfielders out for both teams, top center backs out for both teams. You got to think this will be back and forth a decent amount with defensive lapses kind of a thing. I think both teams, if you want to go like, I don't know what the odds would be, both teams over four and a half corners, maybe you could get better odds there. Uh, this one's a little safer, over 10 and a half corners is minus 120. But either way, I think we're looking back and forth. I'll say I don't know if I want to say another 4-2 result, but uh, uh, we could say another 4-2 result. 4-2, you think Aston Villa score three or four goals at Luton Town here? Like I said, I, I like the Aston Villa over two and a half. Um, so, yeah, I, I like three goals, so maybe two goals. Then you could also smash that over four and a half that I mentioned. That's plus 255. Yeah, Luton Town. The only, the only worry is Luton Town has been starting this Collie Woodrow guy who I don't know if he's going to start again, but he's like some, uh, he's like 28, 29, hasn't really seen a ton of time in the top division. Um, he's basically, he's been starting since Adebayo went down and I, I moved him out of our projected starting 11 because I, I don't think he should be starting, but you know, maybe, maybe Edwards feels otherwise as they uh, try and look for a change uh, either way, but Jordan Clark, Ross Barkley has been, has been playing really solid. Yeah. We got the Manchester Derby coming up here. This is the game that everyone comes for. This is this is what everyone cares about. So we got to get to it. Manchester City, our home standalone Sunday match against Manchester United. Uh, we got a nice little appetizer before that. If you're looking on our odds page over at Rotowire, Burnley are at home against Burn against Bournemouth. Uh, <laughs> That's, That's uh, one we're we're all gonna we can't miss that one. Gotta we'll gotta wake up for that TV. one. Uh, a lot of a lot of exciting things going on at Burnley. Yeah. Um, a lot Bor- of good things. Notably about that one, Bournemouth away favorites plus one hundred. Yeah. See that? Um, yeah, not too often. <laughs> not too often. <laughs> uh, we got a pretty. I think Manchester City are one of the bigger favorites this weekend. Yeah. But they're home for this one. It's at the Etihad, minus three seventy to win. This has gone up a little bit. Let's see. This is February twenty first, so about ten days ago. Uh, they were minus 275. It went to minus 400 at a point. Now it's minus 370. Manchester United, they were plus 600 at one point. Now they're plus 900 to win. The draw is plus 550 to win. Not a ton of love for United. Over three and a half goals, plus 100. Under three and a half goals, minus 125. So Eric Tenog here. First off, there's not... Uh, there's not a ton of new injuries. We know Hoyland's out. We know Luke Shaw's out. I don't think there's anything new outside of we'll see who starts at left back. Amrabat started at left back midweek. Um, probably going to be him again, but no guarantees on what that back line looks like for Manchester United. Uh, Graylish is out for Manchester City otherwise. So Eric Ten Hag has just had, had an interesting past couple weeks. I, I'm sure you saw the quote of him like complaining about Fulham, Fulham's TikTok, and, and uh, that was hilarious. That TikTok was amazing. Like, I and his quote made him sound even more salty about it. Like, it was that was ridiculous. 
after the Fulham game, he also had a fun quote of what he was like, uh, I believe we're on the right track. We played well. Things are looking good. And this was after they lost at Fulham. So just a, a lot of, I don't know, a lot of things. The The media circling Manchester United is uh, is on another level. And so much that Marcus Rashford came out with uh, a video and like a written piece for the Players' Tribune yes. explaining that everything is good. He loves Manchester City because so many things United. are coming out about him being like upset with Ten Hag and him hating Ten Hag. Uh, it's been, I don't know, it just seems like it's kind of ramping up. No matter what happens with Manchester United, the the pressure and the weird quotes from Ten Hag are just ramping up by the week. And now we got the Manchester Derby here. It's this, this is absolutely amazing for like a, a fan of another team because you you mentioned the the, the TikTok that Fulham put out. Like it was, uh, you know, maybe not the best taste, but it was hilarious too. It was like Bruno, <laughs> right. like Bruno, like you know, flopping down, like might have died because his ankle had fallen <laughs> off. And then, like, United are playing around the box. He's at the top of the box. And he gets back up within about 10 seconds. Is like, looking for the looking for the pass at the, the, uh, at the top of the box to take a shot. And um, I think the caption was, like, he's okay or some shit like that or something like that. But uh, it was hilarious. And then, yeah, Ten Hag is, like, all salty about it. But meanwhile, he put out a team against Fulham. And they lost in the last, you know, stoppage time in the second half that they were listless. They had they, they looked terrible. They like no part of that team looked like they were going to win that game. Um, it was, you know, just just a terrible performance from them. And that's after they had, I think, won four in a row where they looked pretty good. Um, injuries have obviously hit them pretty pretty hard. Um, but there's there's probably no manager in the Premier League right now on a hotter seat than Ten Hag right now. I would say um, they got a new CEO in uh, uh, Barrera. I think the guy from City. They are hiring Dan Ash- Ashworth as like the sporting director from Newcastle. There's going to be, I mean, they got Jim Ratcliffe has, you know, what quarter of the club now. Um, Mm -hmm. There's going to be some changes and, you know, good, good chance that he is no longer there at the end of the season and perhaps before if things go, go any further south. But this one, you know, the last couple seasons, the Manchester Derby has maybe not last decade, perhaps um, has been complete, you know, domination by city. Uh, I think that's what we're going to see again this this week. You're not really getting good odds on any any of the money line stuff. I will say um, the last time that and this goes more for City than anything, but the last time that City lost a Premier League match at home was um, to Brentford, and that was back in uh, November of 2022. So it's it's been over a year since they lost at home. I will say they they've drawn at at home four of their past ten games, so it's not like they're not dropping points there. Um, but that being said. Do you, is there any part of you that thinks Manchester United can can take points here? I mean, they're going to start Anthony up top. Um, I <laughs> they started I, they, they started Amari Forsen last week, and I don't know if you saw. They started like the eighteen year old. Yeah, who he he wasn't the answer is <laughs> is what I'll say. Didn't, um, yeah, I did, mean, they started Forsen over was it Rashford or somebody? Well, Anthony? they started him over Anthony. Anthony yeah, started right. midweek then, and I'm not sure Anthony's the answer either. But no, he's there was like a I mean. The internet is always undefeated, but there was like a um, Jaden Dan scored two goals in a, an FA Cup for Liverpool, and it was like has more goals than eighty million pound Anthony this season. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, that's brutal. Uh, it hasn't been the greatest of seasons for Anthony, who who had a lot of spark early, early last year, throughout last year, and then kind of has really faded this season. 
Garnacho kind of took a roll on and that basically remo- removed Anthony from even consideration in the starting 11, even without Jaden Sancho in the team. So uh, it hasn't been great, but I, I think you, you look at it, you look at that Manchester United game at Liverpool and it just seems like Ten Hag's going to, going to do the same exact thing. Let's just sit behind the ball. Let's, let's try and get a scoreless draw here. Let's try and exit with a point. Um, do you think that is do you think that is the route here or or does he want to go up and down? Does he want to get Rashford mm-hmm. on the wing uh, going against Kyle Walker, who has been known to. Uh, I'm sure Rashford has scored in the past against Manchester City. I'm pretty sure he has. It's uh, but Kyle Walker has had a couple instances where, you know, he's he's up against these speedy wingers. They cut inside against him. The curl went in. Uh, I can definitely see that happening, but uh I don't know this Manchester United team who I keep seeing tweets about they're allowing as many shots as like Sheffield United basically, or maybe not that much, but it, it's up there. They're, they're like a bottom five table team in terms of how many shots they're allowed. And it's because how they play, but they're probably not going to play that way in this game. They're probably going to sit back. So yeah, you think it's going to be high scoring or low scoring? I think it's going to be low scoring. Um, but like you go back to, how United set up against Liverpool. I mean, they, they basically sat like nine behind the ball and, and kind of had one sit high a little bit and played for that draw. And like, they got the point. So good for them. Um, even looking at how City's played recently, it's not like City are scoring a ton of goals in the league. They're kind of just inching out one one oh wins. Very workmanlike, very, very like, let's go get grab, grab three points. And it's working for them. So I don't see that changing. I, it was interesting to see De Bruyne and Holland start in the midweek uh, FA Cup match. Uh, of course, they smoked Luton Town 6-2. Holland had five goals. De Bruyne had four assists. But I, I, I thought that was an interesting choice, given that they were they were ready to they were could overpower Luton Town no problem with a, a much lesser lineup. Um, but yeah, I'm for me here. I. I don't think that it'll be any problem for City to win this game. I I didn't necessarily think the odds were good enough on on goal, over goals, or I think it could be like a one zero or a two zero two zero game. I think that United, you know, you mentioned that we're gonna we're missing a couple guys up front. We're gonna see Rashford, Anthony, and probably Garnacho start. I don't think I think they might struggle to score goals. Um, so I, I initially looked at Manchester City under two and a half goals. It's minus one ten. They're not scoring a lot of goals. Um, but I, I kind of – I'm going to get a little individual on this one. Um, Phil Foden's been pretty electric this season. He's got nine goals and seven assists uh, for City just in the Premier League alone. Um, and I thought about him at a anytime goal at plus 170. I don't love that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've got I, – I switched over to Phil Foden, two or more shots on goal. Um, it's plus 130. Uh, in his last 10 games, he's got 18 shots on goal. And even, I think, in the last four games, he's got – a lot of those came in the last four games as well. I think he had like three shots on goal last game and maybe four the game before. So um, he's getting a ton of opportunities. I expect to see him in the starting 11 here again. It looks like we have him out. Oh, no, we got him in as well. But, yeah, just an, a very individual bet, which isn't usually my favorite considering Pepper Lett, But I think he starts, and I think that it should be no problem for him to get two, two shots or more at a plus 130. No problem. Yeah, some of these Manchester City games have been low scoring. They have been struggling to score, but they are racking up opportunities. So is this going to be a game where Onana makes 10 saves and there's 11 shots on target uh, and there's only one goal? 
I'm not going with that route though. I, I I may like you know Manchester City minus two corners in the first half a little bit minus one fifteen. I put together a lightly extravagant uh, single game parlay for this one. So mine is Manchester City uh, full game money line, first half money line, and over two and a half goals at plus one thirty. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna pour on the goals. I think we're gonna look at this Manchester United back line. We're gonna get Almerbot back there, and I know if if they put you know almost their entire team behind the ball, maybe this doesn't matter to where uh, Amrabat's on the wing. But at some point, there's going to be you know one-on-one duels of either Bernardo Silva or Phil Foden going against Amrabat, and I think you know Foden and, and uh, Bernardo have the edge over Amrabat, and then we also have the the center back questions. Um, and then maybe even throw in like a Casemiro yellow card. You got to feel like that's kind of that's kind of inevitable at this point. Um, I just think that we're gonna get the goals. The, the uh, people were talking about maybe the uh, when the Manchester City levy is gonna break open, and it broke open against Luton Town. So, and you know maybe maybe a lot of the uh, the scoring struggles could be attributed to Kevin De Bruyne not playing in a few of those recent games. You know that Bournemouth game, the Brentford game. Came on, got the four assist against Luton Town. If he's going 90 minutes in the FA Cup against Luton Town, do you think he's going to start and be ready for close to 90 in the Manchester Derby? So I think with De Bruyne in there, I think that just changes things up. And I think Pep is kind of going to want to pour it on in this spot. Last time they played at the Etihad, actually the two last times they played at the Etihad in league play, Manchester City 6-3, Manchester City 4-1. Um, so I think, I think we're going to get three plus goals out of Manchester city. I'm not sure if United are going to get one. Maybe, like I said earlier, Rashford will get one on a counter sound kind of thing, maybe three, one, four, one. But I think, I think we're going to get just based off my bet here. I think we're going to get a few Manchester city goals. At least that's the hope. I think that's fair. I, I mean, I don't, I'm a little weird. I'm weary of the over two and a half, just considering what we've seen in the last few games, but you mentioned uh well it's just like if if more. city get a goal in the first half which is already part of this bet like united aren't going to continue to sit back right they, they got to open it up at some point they can't just keep playing defensive and be like okay let's let's try and lose one nil i don't know i uh, yeah i guess i i i can't this this is going to be it might be comedy honestly it might be fun to fun, fun to watch and we might be seeing the slow demise of a uh, certain manager at United, so I, this this will be a good game to watch for sure. But probably not for the reasons like that we would typically think in in terms of competitive competitiveness. I just I think it's gonna be tough for United to get, take anything away from this. Yeah, yeah, minus three seventy for that Manchester City money line. So yeah, pretty pretty true. heavy there. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We got the team parlay coming up here. So... So it's been a couple weeks, but I know Chris hit his last team parlay. I think you took like uh, I think you took Arsenal minus one and a half. I want to say, I uh, I've been a little hot on the on the team parlay lately. The last like maybe two three two three episodes, but um, you know can't rest on the laurels here. We got to get go, keep it going. Yeah, we got to keep it going. I I did not hit on my last one. I think I actually had I think I had Tottenham money line. No, I had Newcastle money line home against Bournemouth, and that did not hit. You took Arsenal. I think it was minus one and a half at Burnley. Yeah, that, that hit. hit. And then prior to that, you took Tottenham money line, and then Manchester City something at Brentford. Maybe that was minus one and a half. So you, you're on a couple of uh, you know money lines minus one and a half. So what do you got this week? Yeah, this week I am. <laughs> I'm not. A, I do love a parlay money line bet just because it's fun. Um, my theory always on that is take the home team, uh, the home favorite. Uh, if you can get good odds, it's really hard to win away in the Premier League. Um, I did steer clear of that this week, although I thought about it. There is some interesting money line, like home money line bets that are out there that you can consider. Um, but I actually went a different route here. I, uh, you know, I'd say the two most um, the teams that are aren't named Liverpool that I love watching in the, in the league are Ludentown and then Tottenham. Uh, this season, two of the most fun teams to watch, uh, mostly because they play. It's just fun, fun football. Like it's attacking. Um, there's, it's always you're always going to see something interesting. Um, I ended up going on this Tottenham Crystal Palace game. It's been interesting. I mean, obviously Roy Hodgson left Crystal Palace or was fired or however you want to call it, but um, they came out last weekend, got a little new manager bump. Um, they beat Burnley three 0 uh, and they, I, I kind of expect them to play, you know, definitely a different, uh, different style than Roy ball. Um, and then on Tottenham on the other side, like we know how they're going to play all season high line, big press, um, you know, basically putting the other team under duress a lot, a lot in the same style of like how Liverpool does it, win the ball up high, get it to your, you know, your attackers as quick as possible and get them in dangerous positions. Um, I like this one and, it, and this is my second over three and a half bet of, of the week. So I'm a little bit weary of this and I acknowledge that. Um, but I like over three and a half in this Crystal Palace uh, Tottenham game. Um, there's been a ton of goals in the Tottenham matches. There's no doubt about that. Um, and then Palace, of course, mo- more for them, it's been their issue is conceding. Um, but like I mentioned, their previous time out, they beat Burnley 3 0. Um, and so we'll see, but I love it. I love the over three, three and a half bet here. I think we're getting good odds plus plus one thirty five. maybe not the best odds on a three and a half, but uh, we'll take it anyway. We can get it. Yeah. It seems like Tottenham make at least one mistake defensively every game. Yep. And uh, you didn't mention, so while Richarlison is out for Tottenham, we did get the news of Eberecha easy has been training this week. There is a chance he comes in and starts. I'm not, I'm, not certain on how Glasner, you know, takes injuries. There are managers who just who doesn't care about muscle injuries and throws a guy in and will will risk it kind of a thing. And there are managers, I think 
you know, like the Klops, maybe Peps, who are a little more safer uh, than throwing in a guy off of a couple weeks from a muscle injury. I So I don't think Eze is going to start, but you do have a guy like Eze coming off the bench, or if he starts, um, that is going to be obviously a massive boost to Crystal Palace. So, yeah, we'll see. Usually at, at uh, I did a little bit of Eintracht Frankfurt research when Glasner was set to take over. There, he did. They did have some high-scoring matches. They were uh, a higher-scoring team with that 3-4-2-1 that they played, and they did have a lot of defensive lapses. So you throw in, they don't have Gay He, they have Joel Ward and Chris Richards, and I guess it just comes down to if, if this Tottenham team is going to get back to scoring uh, – scoring more consistently than they have been recently because they, they have been dropping points because their, their attack just hasn't been the same. And is it, if for Charleston's out, is that going to change how they look? Maybe, um, but maybe, you know, maybe uh, your guy, Timo Werner uh, will uh, give him a boost. How is he my guy? When did Timo Werner become my guy? Like, what? He just did. He just did. Oh, okay. All right. You can't put that on me. That's <laughs> <laughs> All right, my side of the bets. Uh, what do we got? I got Arsenal. I'm looking at this Arsenal game. I'm making everyone wait until Monday night football. We got Arsenal at Sheffield United. Arsenal, a little bit of a break. They don't have their their Porto, the second leg of their Porto uh, matchup until uh, the following week. So they got this Monday night match, and Sheffield United are Sheffield United. They're not going to – this is going to be an 80% possession game. And I think it's just going to be Arsenal in the attacking third for at least the first 45 minutes. Maybe they're going to score some goals. Maybe they won't. But I got Arsenal minus 2.25 corners in the first half at minus 115. I think we're going to get like, I don't know, five or six corners from Arsenal in the first half and maybe maybe one from Sheffield United. So uh, I'll, I'll take this bet any day. I mean, I think the odds – I said this before, but a lot of these corner odds, they just – as we get closer to game time, like we're going to see, this is probably going to go to Arsenal minus 2.5, and then you're going to get like minus 150 on the odds. Uh, that's just something to, if you like this bet, you, you take it now instead of waiting, uh, instead of waiting until Monday night, because the odds will will go towards Arsenal. They will go towards the favorite in this game. But So you put that together, the Arsenal corners, minus 115, with Tottenham, Crystal Palace, over three and a half goals, plus 135. We got plus 339 odds on the parlay. And what are we? We're 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 there. We're down 1000 right now. So, we're uh plus we're 339 though. That's uh, let's get going. It's going to be a nice dent in in that total there. Yeah. That's all we got though. Here's the uh cheat sheet rotowire.com/soccertrial 48 hour trial. And I said this in my article, I think, but the implied total for a lot of these games is just like some of the highest numbers we've yes. seen maybe ever in terms of just like a game week from in the Premier League. There's, I don't know, there's, what is there now? There's six matches of at least 3.1 or seven matches. Actually, most, all the match, eight matches of at least 3.1 implied goal totals. And then the other two are 2.8 and 2.9. So basically, after the past month of the highest scoring month or whatever the stat is in the premier league, uh, the odds makers have been like, actually, we're just going to, we're just going to boost the odds to the over on a lot of these, but anything else you're looking at, 
uh, Liverpool are at Nottingham Forest, and I saw Nuno uh, Espirito Santo's press conference. He mentioned that Divac Origi might be the uh, the secret key to to unlocking their Liverpool problems. What do you say to that? Good luck. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that this feels like a trap game, frankly. Uh, this we're at. I think it's at not or yeah, it's at not. Yeah. Uh, I saw Paul Tierney is the the head referee as well. I don't love that. Not a big Paul Tierney guy. You know, no offense, but um, this just, this just feels like one of those ugly, ugly games where it's like Liverpool gives up a goal. They're trying to fight back all game. I don't know. I I'm I'm a little bit weary of this one. Um, no Mo Salah it sounds like as well. Uh, no, and uh, they are maybe I think Sobosla and Darwin trained. Uh, I think I saw. Yeah. Um, so that would be good. But I mean, th- there's just been such an emotional high on this team of like winning the League Cup and extra extra time on Sunday. Then they go back and they play the kids against uh, Southampton. Southampton on Wednesday. Pretty pretty good performance, at least in the second half. Um, kids score, and so now it's like this feels like a like a, a, na- a natural kind of like emotional drop off. It's so hard to keep that level, you know, for, for that long. And um, you, you can overlook a team like not in porous, you know, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm weary. I'm very weary of this matchup. I'm not sure you convinced me yet. I, I bet not again Forest against Manchester United on Wednesday and they probably should have scored. I think they finished like 16 shots. Probably yeah. should have scored in the first half, ended up losing one nil home against Manchester United. So that's kind of fresh in my mind. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe I'll look at this again. And th- there will be some kind of overtaken because uh, that's just Liverpool away from home. And that's Nottingham Forest. So, yeah, no, that's fair. The other thing, switch gears here, but we got uh, I'll be in attendance for Seattle Sounders Austin FC on Saturday night. MLS is back, baby. What do you, th- what do you think about uh, your guy, uh, Pedro de la Vega? I... He's got incredible hair. That hair is <laughs> immaculate, like such good lettuce. Uh, so I'm, I'm all in on him. Uh, I don't – I actually have no actual – I don't know anything about him. I know he, I think he's Argentinian, but uh, yeah. so he's on PKs, came off the bench, hit a PK against LAFC. Uh, so I'm, I'm pro him, but uh, this one might be kicking it back a little bit for some MLS people. But uh, Sounders sa- signed uh, Ozzy Alonso. Yeah. It? Yeah, to a one-day contract so he can retire a sounder. Uh, sounds like he'll be in attendance on Saturday night. I, I like a big sounders W um, against Austin on, on Saturday. Yeah, I fired off some MLS bets last week. I, I can't remember exactly how it went, but one of those I actually had Austin money line at home, and they were the only home team to lose at home, or the only t- home team to actually lose last week. So hey. I'm now going against Austin. Seattle is minus 200 here. So wow. that just means we're looking at uh, we got Sounders minus one corner in the first half is minus one thirty sounds good to me so I'll put that just parlay simple parlay minus one thirty get that first half corners uh, and money line something like that and then we got plus money we're good to go sounds that's, like a great bet that, great win that's a betting machine right there for our audience that you just heard guy knows what he likes <laughs> yeah I mean you get Pedro de la Vega at home come on like you can't. Is it is this the home opener? Were they home last? Yeah, week? it is the home opener because that first week they were in, in LA. You got the Alonzo retirement. You got the home opener. You got. New I'm wearing. Too. I'm wearing yeah. Ballard FC 
the new Seattle logo, even though we haven't updated it on the site yet, but this is like, I don't know. This is three. No, this is four. No, this is uh, it's all written all over it for sure. I'm, I'm going to, if I remember, I'm going to put together a nice parlay here. It was 10 30 PM on Saturday. Okay. Well, I'll, if I remember to do that, I'll, I'll try and post it on Twitter or something like that. But nice. Chris, enjoy that game home opener. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun there in Seattle. You can find him at CHRO8 on Twitter. I am at Roto is a drug. Thank you for listening to the show. Let's, let's win some bets. Make sure to give a thumbs up and like this video as well. Make sure to check out these cheat sheets. Of course, we also have, you know, I always use the uh, FPL, the Fantasy Premier League cheat sheet, but we do have an MLS Fantasy cheat sheet, which has all of the MLS games on it, all 14 matches this weekend. As you can see here, Seattle are the biggest favorite, 1.89 implied goal total. So there we go. Thank you, Chris. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see everyone next week. Thanks, Adam. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.